everyone. Thanks for joining us for episode 135 of Tattoo Collecting 101, right here on Guy Atchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Network, a community for tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and all those who are curious about the world of tattooing, as we encourage everyone to join these live stream and real world events. We aim to educate and inspire one another to create better art, tattoos, and to ultimately leave the community a better place than how we found it. We stream out most days of the week, so be sure to check out the full schedule of events as well as our professional development courses from over 20 world-class tattoo artists at reinventingthetattoo.com. You can also find these shows on our Roku channel, as well as your favorite podcast platforms. So just search for Reinventing the Tattoo and you'll find us there. Real quick, just want to say thank you to the sponsors who make the network possible. So thank you to World Tattoo Events, which has the largest, most comprehensive list of tattoo conventions going on in the world right now, as well as Tattoo Now, technology for tattooers. They're the leading edge in professional development, management, and digital tools for tattooers of all levels. We also want to say thank you to our affiliates at the Fireside Tattoo Network and the Apprenticeship Diaries. And lastly, if you're enjoying it, be sure to share the knowledge that we're putting out with everyone. And thank you also to Guy Atchison, who is the founder and inspiration behind the Reinventing the Tattoo community. You can go to GuyAtchison.com to get your copy of the Biomech Encyclopedia, instructional DVDs, original oil paintings, and custom coil machines. On to Bon and Ben. Was oh, why, a, thanks, Kyle. That was a great intro. That was so smooth. Thanks. And on. Uh, so speaking of Guy, we didn't ben. jump into this last week, jump. but we should have. Jump. And Kyle just reminded me he was Kyle. mentioning the uh, Biomech Encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. Are you aware that Guy became injured and partially out of commission? No, tell me about it. Well, he became injured and he's partially out of commission. <laughs> Well, I figured there was a touch more details coming. <laughs> a lot of story there, Bob. The previous <laughs> sentence, but here we are. He and Kaya were playing around, and he, uh, long story short, to my understanding, basically lost his footing, came down on his arm, shoulder, cut oh. two broken bones, but oh. it should heal really well. Like, as far as healing and stuff, oh. it should be a pretty good, easy heal. He's injured this arm before, not the end of the world like said he fell like what six to eight feet right yeah hey, large um, ball so anyways if you're considering purchasing the biomech encyclopedia now or any of his other educational materials now would be the great the greatest time um i know he's been moving a lot of artwork he'll probably continue to be moving paintings as well as uh the biomech encyclopedia as well as other like he's got a whole stockpile of older books and dvds and knowledge knowledge so if <laughs> if you're down to support artists and that's something that you're gonna buy anyways now's the time man that's unfortunate for him i uh yeah. have recovers quick very first time they came out with the the reinventing a tattoo i have that original one i bought in detroit I mean, I don't know how many years ago that was. Forever, it seems like. Well, I wish I had that one. Yeah, I have. I could a, probably hunt one down. Well, yeah. everything's for sale, Fawn. Just for the price. Uh, you said paintings. I need to get me a painting from him add to my collection. That would be tight. There you go. He's one of the things that I love that guy does. I mean, obviously, he's known for his bio for sure. But like he's just a science and nature nerd all the way around, and like the bio paintings are just combining all these nature and science and biology breakdowns, eye candy. 
Um, but one of the things that I love is when he starts sharing the little landscapes and stuff that he works on, whether they're like a, a, a study or um, an imaginative, 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 imaginative. I think it's imaginative. imaginary, Aww. imaginary. Look, oh my God, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, bro, <laughs> did you just screen share something share. without fucking That's asking? Awesome. Dude, <laughs> we're letting you hit the fucking weed more often. I personally love guys' landscapes. So he's got so many of these that Those are now would be a perfect weeds. time to snatch them up. I haven't seen that one in the middle. Like it's almost like the trees obviously the are there, but those snow. shadows are the focal point. I love it. I love it. Same with the mirror on the lake. Yeah, I like that mirror on the lake there. Mm -hmm. Yep. So if you're trying to get your hands on uh, some guy original work, now's the time. Any of the educational material, Biomech Encyclopedia, now's the time. I do know, I don't want to be like, oh, they're running out, but I do know they're not going to be around too terribly much longer. So if you want to grab one, grab one. Um, yeah. This injury might be the push that totally sells out of the encyclopedia altogether. So don't sleep on it or you're going to miss your opportunity. Oh wow! Well, and you're also look at those so pink clouds. I know these landscapes are amazing. Look at that the yellow sunset there is insane. Yeah, <laughs> he just boops through them all like do 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 do. Just some things to do. Hey, I'm just a master of everything. Just to show you guys, you know. Yeah, that's photography right there. That you thought that you could art. <laughs> wow! Look at the clouds, though. You guys know how obsessed I get with just like clouds. Yeah, so, uh, I puffy clouds. I assume never paint them to be honest. I mean, that's a that's, that's a lot. <laughs> you gotta you gotta know how many clouds there. Well, that's why people are like, "Hey Ben, you should just tattoo, man. Like, just become a tattoo, like tattoo, tattoo." I'm like, the world does not need another mediocre tattooer. Just like that's why you're like, dude, I don't even want to paint after looking at that. Like, I, <laughs> I look at your guys's tattoos all day, and I'm like, how the fuck am I? No, just just no. I'll make yeah. you cheeseburgers or something. I. Uh... <laughs> That's like I'll keep you satiated. I'll keep I mean, you fed. It depends on how much effort you're willing to put in, I guess. You know, I mean, you don't have to be mediocre. You can always. I'm 40 years old, Chris. I can't catch up to y'all. I'm gonna be dead. My little hands aren't gonna work. Education website right now for tattooing world, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fuck you. you. <laughs> He's like, all right, fine. I'll just plug the thing we're talking about. Yeah, that's so, fair. That's fair. Um. I didn't mean to jump down the guy rabbit hole, but it is an appropriate time. Reach out, maybe schedule future work. I don't know how he's doing that kind of stuff. Um, but any of his just send deposits. Artwork, yeah, any of his original artwork now is the time. Just randomly send him deposits of money. Just yeah. be like, you I'm know. I'm not saying that wouldn't work, but I'm not so sure that it necessarily would. Well, I mean, I you'd still get the money, and that'd be the point, right? If somebody was just like Venmoing me money, I'd be like, first of all, this isn't how I do business. Second of all, who's Venmoing me? Is this an accident? Is this on purpose? Is this I'd spend it before Venmo tried to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> We're from like different worlds, fine. We're from different worlds. Oh, so are you recouping, my friend? Are you getting relaxed? Are you getting some yeah, some fucking shut eye yet? I kind of feel like it literally took me until just a couple of days ago to where I'm like, Phew, finally recovered because you know, we started, Jason and I started, my best friend, we started working on the props like the weekend before. So I came straight out of Hell City into Indie Tattoo Expo, reprepping all the props and loading everything up. 
to so like a two and a half week long process, you know. So I got out of Indy on Monday. I'm just like, oh, I didn't want to do nothing for like that whole week. So um, yeah. yeah, that's exactly why I didn't hit you up about joining us last week. I figured we'd just do a quick little recap, and we we actually had a really nice discussion. Um, but I figured you would be probably equally as exhausted as we know Der Boys is. So just wait yeah. until this week to hit you up. And then you ignored my message. Uh, I actually, <laughs> let me show you. Let me see if I can turn this around. Does this allow me to turn myself around here? Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and I see the love and look in your turn around. There it is. <laughs> So this is my office right here. That's my Aww. that's my front yard. So sometimes when I push send, um, yeah. So there's Doesn't my greenhouse, greenhouse up there with all fresh, organic grown stuff. Freaking mm. crazy, man! That thing's out of control and everything. And then I'll take you guys on tour later. But this little house over here, I actually have it on Airbnb. You can find it on my Airbnb, uh, Martinsville, Indiana. Um, it's crazy how often it's been written, but I, my main objective with that house is that, um, let me figure out, turn you guys back around here now. Oh, man. So what you're saying is, is you need a live-in full-time assistant. Uh, yeah, no kid. I do for this property. There ain't no kidding. I mean, I'm just saying I happen to be in, in the, the, that industry. I can maintain a property for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Indiana is not that far, but like. So what I do with it, and we'll walk over later. Um, it's uh, all decor and old um, tattoo history, flash and stuff like that. So um, it's for my guest artists when they come in and work at Eat Therapy. I put them up in the house so there's no cost to them, and oh, yeah. uh, then they get to see a little bit of 1980s Spalding and Rogers Flash and a couple other things throughout there. Um, pictures of my mentor and stuff in there. Hopefully, as they come, I'll collect more artwork to put in there from all the artists. And then one, it has the Indie Tattoo Expo posters in there as well from all three years. So the cool thing is, as I Airbnb, it, it promotes the expo. I put it on there. Um, in 20 days, made like a thousand bucks off Airbnb in this little house that's just sitting in my driveway. You know what I mean? So okay. I can. Can I Airbnb then, my garage? Probably. Yeah, I bed in there. People will yep. sleep in anything. It's all yeah. about price point, Fawn. Yeah, they, 35 they, bucks. 13 bucks. You can sleep in my van. They got like 12 dollars camp stuff you can get on there. You know what I mean? Like I could put campsites out here. I got electric hooked up and stuff and set 20 bucks for just a piece of grass. So that, we're just gonna go chill with Chris for a few That's kind of like my my end that, dream is to buy I'm, that's like my end goal is to buy a stretch of property and put in a campground with like a lake and like that's that's what I want to do. Put a big enough venue in there to be able to do weddings. Put a full size kitchen in there so you can do like stay for a couple of weeks camps and shit like that. Bring a cabin. Yeah. But you know uh, I'm poor, so we'll probably just talk yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> so mine's nice, and actually that's what I did. I bought an old camp. So no way. It has numerous buildings on it and stuff, and it's some of the old camp buildings and just restored and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. uh, so it's kind of cool. I got to few little neat things happening out here. It's gonna be the Taylor campground. Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'll give you 20 bucks to camp there, bro. You let me know. I'm out, there doing, I'm out there doing yard work the other day and um this lady pulls in the driveway and I mean I'm out in like the country. Like you got it's it's out here, you know. You gotta find you. <laughs> yeah. He pulls in the driveway and I come walking out no shirt on, so I'm, you know, heavily tattooed, pistol on my side. 
driven building to, and she's like, is this the church camp? And I'm like, well, hell lady, if it is, what kind of church camp did you drop the kid off at? You know? <laughs> That's hey, when you just I go, mean, yep. Hey, don't worry, don't worry that she's getting good direction at her church because it didn't even blink that I wasn't the church camp that I was tattooed. So she must be getting well directed by her peers that she didn't instantly look at me and be like, hell no, this ain't the church camp. I'm a sinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, it used to be the church camp back in 1950 to 1970, but it's now oh, closed. Oh, that far back? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's and funny. she's like, I was like, I don't think, you know, I mean, you sure that's where she's at? And she's like, well, that's where my daughter's at. I'm like, shit, are you a time traveler? Like, this could be <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other camps like that around you? I mean, like... Uh, uh, but, so she looks it up while she's in the driveway. She's like, oh, shit, I'm in the wrong. It's in Nashville, Indiana. So about an hour drive, hour and a half from my house. Um, still, so, yeah, south of here. But, so is uh, your address still pinging somewhere in Google land as a fucking campsite? Yeah, it's, um, see, it still has, it's Camp Marine. It's Marine Baptist Church Camp, and they still have a Marine Baptist Church Camp. So it depends on how you hit, you know what I mean? You might, I guess, obviously, because she you pulled might- it in you might want to contact Google and be like, hey, um, so, help me out. Don't <laughs> be sending and, people to my house. Right. It I mean, looks cool. like Maddie just finished tattooing. She's out here hanging. She may or may not join us. We'll see. But she came over to Indy. Ben brought Matt- Lily over to Indy. Yeah, we had a I was actually tattooing this year, so I didn't get quite as much footage as I usually do. I actually like handed my camera off to people several times. So it's actually hard telling how much footage is on there and what it and, is. Or what the yeah, quality so of that said footage is. I, I had to get on my Google thing, have actually Trina do it for me, but Dante took some amazing pictures for us and stuff. So, and then of course, Adam's got some really cool short videos he put together. So, Hell yeah. um, I can't wait to get a hold of everything and really start getting it out there this year. We can have Kyle pull up what's on um, Instagram already. I've also realized if we don't do a recap immediately after, it gives us a chance, like if we wait till the following week. Have more pictures. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. all the pictures that come back to like you or they came back to Derb like through those next couple of weeks. So like we actually had more material doing like we kind of did like two weeks of recap for Hell City because I was so drained. I feel like the the Thursday right after Hell City, I was still like asleep walking. Yeah, like just. Ben messaged me afterwards. He was like, hey, like everything okay? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just still in zombie hell city mode. (laughs) We're good, right? Everybody just tired. Yeah, Yeah, if you had talked to me last week, I would have been like, is Chris normal? I think he was really <laughs> quiet this week. <laughs> uh, we get it. Yep, I we... feel like that's how I was the week after Hell City. And like this year, I was down in like the reinventing AV area most of the time. I didn't do as much like physical running, but I did more running of my mouth <laughs> yeah. than last year. So I feel like, and then, you know, helping with load in, load out, just being there from open to close, just long days. I was just worn out it took me a whole week to recover i don't know how derb does it in a week everybody who's involved in a team you know myself and derb but also like you guys involved in a team there's also that exhaustion of the stress of making sure it's a great event because you're part of a team and you want something to be great you know yep. I, mean? So, I mean you put a lot of mental into it leading up for weeks to it before you mm-hmm. that you kind of don't realize you know but you're hyping it you're doing stuff around the office you know 
Even um, so tattooers, tattooers have to like button up everything before they leave town for the weekend or the right. week or however long they're going to be gone from their shops and responsibilities. Some people have to totally close down their shops. Some people bring their whole shop oh. and whole staff. Yeah. So it as is much awesome. work and mental tax as it is for the promoters, like a lot of the teams that are traveling there and ha- and endure the same It's stress. just a lot of social <laughs> interaction all at once. You see everybody... <clears throat> It's a million conversations. Everything is super fast paced. It's not your normal day to day environment. And to do that for three days, I mean, four the, if you count setup. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, but like yeah, yeah. three days of like hardcore peopling by day four, I'm like, I don't want to, I just want to crawl into a dark hole and turn off all the lights and have no sound and say no words. <laughs> like, yeah. just, but like you were saying on the point, like the artists is it's taxing on them to traveling. That's why I also try to put on such a nice show and, and give so much back to each artist. Like the, even the cards this year, people love the baseball oh, cards. Like, I left mine crazy. on the table. I was going uh, to show you. I saw theirs. The things are rad. But those are rad and everybody loves them. But just some fun because like, I mean, it is expensive to come out there and some people i think nearly departed they had their whole shop there so i'm assuming they must have i mean they had a lot of artists there so unless they got a huge shop i'm assuming like you said it was closed you know um so it's nice to make sure that you're doing a good show so that you're giving back to those people because and you know um hot dogs talk about moving out here and we were just talking about that their day he does a lot of traveling i said man yeah think about like you gotta select the good expos that are worth going to and that's why we've over last year really talked about quality of expos because it's expensive for an artist to go out there and get nothing out of it um and so you know you're trying to travel and you're spending a minimum of two thousand dollars to get to an expo by the time you uh pay for your hotel your booth your board of health fees yeah check that out i didn't even get a phone i probably did did you drop one off at the desk for me uh yeah actually i handed it i handed it right here we go those are tight yeah. Well, I might have to steal another one in case she steals that one. Yeah. I, thought that um, was oh, I, I wondered what you, like ahead of time when uh, we were preparing for the show, uh, we got a message that was asking for like a short bio and a photo. And I was like, oh, they're, they must be adding more to our Instagram blurb. I thought that's all it was. I didn't expect this. This was cool. But this is an idea that just in casual conversation, Chris has brought up before is the uh, trading cards. Right. Um, But, you know, we were talking about it and how cool would it be to do this, but like turn us into Pokemon. Like each of us have different like uh, black and gray power, uh, hit power, stretch power. My thought was if you release them as sets. Think like if you're a young artist and then you get the old artist in the competition on my little powers, like I might back might go out, you win. You know? Hand carpet tunnel, <laughs> da, da, da. Um, or make collections of the entire group of artists and then sell those cards as trinkets. So it was really cool to give them to the artists. But imagine as a attendee shuffle, being shuffle, able to buy the full full deck. Yeah, and yeah. like you, hey, I, you get a blind five pack. No, you if, want everybody's. It's, in, it's everybody you, or nobody's. Yeah, it has to be like regular baseball cards, bro. You didn't get everybody or nobody. Fuck, you had to buy those, bro. <laughs> yeah, but then imagine the bumper artists that are like. Those, uh, Trina and Denny would kill us for even having this conversation because those were so hard to do. 
Um, one, because so cool, artists suck about getting back to you with their information. So some people, because they didn't know, like you said, we didn't put it out there. We wanted to be a surprise every year or whatever we do special for them. Um, so some people didn't get them because they didn't submit stuff that they Oops. felt. So, you know what I mean? Like, damn, you get a sick. Snickers bar. Um, and then <laughs> we keep joking saying Tops actually closed down their website to do that for a while because we were putting so many on there. So some of them are tops and then mine's not tops. I don't think yours is either. The font nope. like one of them. I but saw so, some of the ones that are. Yeah. So it was really cool. But uh, yeah, it was a cool little thing, you know, something fun. That's, that's rad, me. man. That's a good idea. But the Pokemon thing would be so rad, but it would take a lot of work and it wouldn't be able to be done for expos unless everybody was like on, had, if everybody had an assistant, maybe. Here's you a, could just do it for tattooers in general. It doesn't have to be for an expo. Maddie yeah, Perry think. gave me his, and his is uh, one of the tops ones. Whose is that? Uh, Maddie McNary. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember. His looks good. His part's sharp, isn't it? And here's what, how like official and legit the back is. Yeah. Nice. You, know what, you know what's even funnier about these, though? Some of these cards have some random mistakes on them. So, like, some people have random bios that's not theirs random hometowns where they're not from um so uh, are the mistakes worth more now yeah so you're gonna start trying to buy them back to put market value on them chris well jeff has um (laughs) jeff's is uh like not even a picture of him golden yeti it's somebody else from the studio that's funny got pulled off and put on there but he thought it was great because of that um but then harry uh the dj there he was like uh he went up to Adam and he said, Hey, I need uh, uh, one of your cards. And he Adam's like, All right, cool. And he's like, Well, I need actually, I need two. And Adam's like, We need two for it. He's like, Well, I need uh, two Adam Stoners and a Junior Purvis to get a Dirt Morrison. He's like, You need two of mine and one of Junior's. He's like, Hey, I don't make the prices, man. I, need, <laughs> I want to trade. That's what if, perfect. you know, what might be easier? What if we did pogs? Bro, bring back pogs. Artist pogs. Bring What's back that? pogs. Do you remember the little pogs? cardboard like, discs? Caps, you'd stack them up and then you drop the slammer on them. And when they'd flip, you'd. It was a game. No, like... 90s. Yeah, it was definitely a mid 90s. Yeah. I mean, could you see like a Dungeons and Dragons style tattoo card game, though? Like where we're like, you know, you got your powers and you're matched up. And... <laughs> what if we did a trivial pursuit with tattoo history? Ooh. Well, only very few people would know, but it would be a great way to educate people. It would that, be a great way to educate. Awesome. Hey, that's that a good... what we were talking about earlier, Vaughn. We should get together with... Tattoo-themed Pictionary. Cut straight through it. I have that game at home. Tattoo-themed ca- Yeah, I, I actually used to keep it next to all my podcast stuff in case we forgot. It's basically like, imagine you're a tattooer and draw these ideas that people might ask for and then they're just like these cards you select with random <laughs> crazy ideas oh it's wonderful my god we are setting this my game up with it. about four people in, in a couple weeks hey, that'd be weeks. cool for art night the next art night bro i want to do it over the fucking thing everybody I, get a piece of paper everybody modify <laughs> it to do over the tv like this yeah. the cool thing is is the font in the tattoo is almost the same as our logo which is by happenstance Bye. but anyways um i bet we could modify the rules just slightly and be able to play with one another over this like that could could be a segment that like we start wrapping up with is 
we each mm -hmm. take the same suggestion and all four of us draw mm -hmm. it. Like today, for instance, it could be us four, and, including Kyle, or we could even yeah. have Maddie get in on it. We'd have the same like three ideas, combine them in a way you would tattoo it. Right. I bet they'd be all totally different. Maddie's would all have yeah. like a whole background story. Mine would be exactly literal. <laughs> you wanted a candy cane. I You'd drew part of it. a candy cane. Kyle would create a masterpiece. <laughs> it's like, don't look, it's not ready yet. Needs more time. Depends on how you catch me and what I do. I might just be direct to what it is. And if it's something cool, I might kind of add some backstory to it as well. Right. I don't know. Um, I think I would have a very hard time playing this game, but I am in. I think I've you seen you wonderful in this game. Yeah, I'm great with colors. If I you draw the picture first, black. I'll fill it in. What are you doing, doggo? My shit. We derailed again already. Why are you derailing? I we did it collectively. Oh. We're supposed to be talking about Chris's show. He's That's all he's, so he's like he's like I'm over it. <laughs> he's like on, on to next year. On to next on year. To next year. Yeah, but right. we, I could I could pull the camera down and start sharing footage that we have um, from last week. I thought the show was great. I mean, I love the fact that Ben brought his daughter and the um, Sydney Salon. They always sponsor like our things. It's one of my buddy's business and they did great with like adjusting for her. And Dude, it was amazing. They rolled out the red carpet for her. Both their chairs were busy. They the, literally, the person stopped what they were doing and were like, hey, let's do blah, 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 blah. They went out. They didn't even bring things to do kids' nails. So they went up front and like found stuff that was for sale that they were selling and we're like okay well we can do it with this and still charged me like less than it would have been if i would have taken her into our regular place yeah and yeah did it all out of like we want to make sure she has a good time and like it was above and beyond like i was kind of blown away like they did a really good job and what they were doing was cool as shit. Like some of the nails that were coming out of that place Did were you like the hair pieces. Yeah, the weave-in things. I don't know the right words. I'm not trying to be weird, but like, yeah. <laughs> Kyle, you stepped away and everything broke. You guys sound fine to me. <laughs> you unplug me. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know what happens. Maybe it was just but in our ears. On our end. That's fine. It was just really weird. Got some alien static for a second. There it's kind of like we were shooting through space in our headphones there. So, sure. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah, dude. The show was great. Like everybody was really cool. Um, Lily loved it. She thought it was trick or treat, dude. She was walking around with a bag, like uh, all the tables of candy. Dude, every table had candy. Uh, some people stopped what they were doing and pulled her back and sat her up on the chair and gave her a temporary tattoo and like That's it was cool. a, it was a lot of things that people didn't have to do to make her feel welcome and special and that doesn't happen a lot of places a lot of places you can just kind of get brushed away and yeah yeah you know. so if you're the guy with the kid or the kids in the way but you know yeah tattoo community in general we're good with everybody's kids but you know adding something like Sydney Salon to it and having that available and now they're like hey well next year we know now to have kids stuff we didn't even that didn't cross our mind like thanks for him stopping right. it you know so um having that comfort makes that next level of expo and makes it worth that again that travel cost and everything 
Yeah, dude, she had a blast. Like, I, we couldn't ask for a better time. That's we got cool. all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, and that was your first time to make it out, right? Too? No, I was. I was there oh, last, year, last year. year. Hey, yep. That's right. Yep. Last year. But it's yeah. hard for me to stay overnights on the weekend, so I, I came out for a day last year as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It went great this year. Everything was like just smooth. We had more artists. I mean, we had so many artists one day that we had artists that were like doing collabs and working three artists in a booth just because they're like, I know we, you know, so they were obviously not tattooing at the same time, all of them, but working on the same pieces. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of it was just because people were trying to double up and get into the show just to be a part of any tattoo expo. I mean, it's, Love it. it's, it's bursting at the seams right now with everything, you know, uh, we turned down probably, I'd say probably 20 small vendors, you know, just local vendors and stuff like that, that were trying to get in a show that was just at the last minute, you know, where, we're pretty you guys tight. had really good vendors too. Like, you had a lot of cool vendors there. Um, well, it wasn't a bunch of the same, same old, same old. Like, um, Kenny, I always love seeing Kenny at all the different yeah. shows the uh, with the taxidermied animals. I love seeing him. Yeah. Um, who's the uh, jewelry? Who had the body jewelry? What's Sam, his name? Black, blacksmith jewelry, Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has, I think he sells like a Diablo jewelry and stuff like yep. that. But um, um, Jim, I love his energy and mm-hmm. um, very yeah, reasonable cool prices thing. for what he has too. Yeah, yeah, and he's he works. With, well, like you're sitting there talking with Sam, you know. I mean, it's not you know, this is chop chop. You know, he he knows what stuff's worth, and he's friendly. And uh, I I love those two next to each other because they have like a kind of different personality, but similar. If you know Kenny and you know Sam, so it's a. Uh, but that's also nice. We have a lot of you know, the repeat vendors, so everybody has that real tight feel, and they know each other. But then we sprinkle in these kind of off the track vendors too, where there's some kind of like, "What is that?" You know, and I, and then there's a few that I'm like, "Yeah, they won't come back again." <laughs> <laughs> who has who brings the owl? Oh, um, I I can't think of the name of the company that she's with, but um, Theo the Owl. And it was cool because on Sunday it was Theo's hatch date, second hatch. So he was two Sunday. So he's done any expo on his first and the second birthday, uh, pretty much, you know. Um, so we, we had a cake for him and Patrick O'Donnell because it was Patrick O'Donnell's birthday. So we had a <laughs> cake lady actually got on Patrick's page and put some of his tattoos on the cake. And then we had a picture like an owl on there for Theo and it was pretty cool, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw when you guys were bringing the cake through. I was like, who's the cake for? I was like, the owl, bro. Love it. And you know, that cake was amazing, but it was like, I didn't think it was this thick. But yeah. uh, the best part was, is I love to tell people to smell food, and if they're dumb enough to, I smash your face in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on the stage, and unfortunately, it's not on film, because Adam Stoner was being a dumbass, too. And I said, man, that cake smells funny. And him and Trina both duck to the cake i could only reach trina and i got her to where her nose tapped the cake I, <laughs> I wish i would have to be honest she would have <laughs> she would have killed me but it would have been worth it that's know? funny oh shit you imagine yeah. getting them both <laughs> but that's the thing i think you know, we've been having a great time with indy man i loved it this year um really appreciate everybody's like support like you know the town like hendrix county has been involved and um, the zoo stepped up this year and sponsored it. Was given forty percent off to you know people if you were in town for that. Oh, that's awesome! Nice. I, I would have yeah, known. So, I mean, I was busy the whole time, but 
Yeah, I I kind of put it out there a few times and stuff too. But um, yeah, if you went to our website, and I believe it's actually runs till the end of this month. Uh, if you go to our website, forty percent off of Indianapolis Zoo tickets if you follow the link. Um, so that's tight, you know. I mean, they, yeah. So it's cool that things in the city are seeing that we're big enough that they want to get involved and they're reaching out. Um, the Idle Jordan Museum, they've made appearances in the second year. Um, they're a Native American museum down in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. Indiana. And um, we're kind of trying to collaborate on doing like a history event that coincides with the New Tattoo Expo in the future years, 2025, maybe 2026, depending on wow. gathering. Because they're going to want to gather some real Native American stuff because it's a Native American thing and then start and show how that progressed and turned into Western tattooing and stuff of that nature. So um, pretty cool things happening on that side, you know, getting some of the right people to, to recognize it. And uh, mm-hmm. then I feel like the crowd's been great. You know, um, this year we were competing with uh, Slamology. We're not really competing with it, but we were the same weekend as Slamology, which is one of the largest car shows in the Midwest. They've been doing it here in Indianapolis for 20 years. It's called was, Slamology. Okay. Yes. That makes perfect sense now. I, I was Bunch trying to figure out cars. what it was. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, hydraulics. Yeah, the music, yeah. the mm-hmm. Very cool event. And um, and I always try to hope to, we just couldn't get around it, you know, because I, I kind of know the people. And like I say, it's 20 years since I was a kid. I've been going to it too. Um, nice. But we had that going on. We had a couple other events going on and still a large crowd there. So I think it's really just hopping, you know. Um, of course, we did put seven billboards across the state, not just locally. So brought in a lot of people from everywhere. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to hit One play second, on our footage over here. Real quick, she's bothering some of our we're we're going to start some uh, roll of the show. We're going to roll the beautiful bean footage here. Roll the beautiful bean footage. There we go. Oh, who's that? Look, it's me and Derb. We're getting that? super close proximity. I oh. love working on Brian and Jen together. We've had them on the show a couple of times, but like, obviously, they're husband and wife, so they love. Uh, they're like one another's uh, emotional support, support humans, <laughs> and they're there doing the same thing. So Derb and I work incredibly close to one another, but it, it, we still have plenty of room. Like we're all kind of just sharing the same personal space at the same time. Yeah, Derb and I together are tattooing in half of the booth. I can't, I think Maddie was working this day too. I can't remember for sure. Loading it up with all that talent. Well, it's kind of nice having other people that want to do conventions. What's that? It's part of your stuff there. Oh, I was talking about us being squeezed so tight together in the booth. Oh, there's Servana. Yeah, you guys worked that pretty good though. I like how you set up there and made it. Yeah. Yeah, these two are so, like, I was just saying they're so close to one another that it makes it really easy for Derb and I to just sit side by side and do our thing. Mm -hmm. Ben's cracking up over here, and I'm not sure about which element. You. What? You're funny. What? Was it that I said there's (laughs) Servana? Like, we don't always have naked women walking across the screen. Sometimes. Well, every now and then. Every now and then. So I was actually working at this show, not uh, walking around capturing footage. I know I kind of missed my conversations. I was like, man, you guys left. And I was like, man, I didn't drop the phone that much this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I was, also, I was actually Derby. tattooing. Yeah, that was, the, doing that was too, the... So I was at the stage because usually he runs kind of the contest. And mm-hmm. since he was tattooing as well, I was kind of running that part of it. So Here's Medusa. 
We need to have her join us on the show sometime soon. Oh yeah, I love She's her. Fine. She said she loved the show as well. Did you and she talk about uh, her doing a guest spot at your studio? Yep, yep. Trying to get her worked in some. Hopefully, we'll get together here soon on some dates or something. Um, I, I wouldn't be she- surprised if we see Medusa a lot more often. Yeah. She seems to really love this crowd. Like, not to say like we have the same crowd, but like we kind of do. But she seems to really love it out here. I mean, we're three, we're driving distance. We could, I could drove out there today and like eat earlier when I told Trina I was doing a podcast. She's like, well, I'm safe drive. She thought I was driving there, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Behold the power of Zoom. Yeah. It's the same day. Um, you guys worked on both days, didn't you? Um, no, I think I'm replaying the same day. Hold on just a second. She started the same thing. Over yeah, so we added, and then this year we actually added, um, I think maybe four or five more booths, possibly a few more than that, even like just made a couple of rows longer, seeing where there was space to even possibly take some more, but then we're kind of like maxed and booth size because we do try to make the larger booths. Um, so, uh, it was, it was, it's really how we reduced the, the entertainment this year. That was what was the only thing different, which actually kind of made it run a little smoother because last year we had so much entertainment, which I loved, but it was bumping into each other. So next right. year, I kind of, we're going to kind of run with like the circus thing next year and get some more like, you know, sidewalk performers and like, you know, more of the street performers and versus all on the stage and have the people kind of spread out performing throughout the uh, venue. I always love the uh, up close magicians. Oh, I the up close magicians. The the like yeah the this like street magicians uh-huh. as opposed to like the people on a stage. Um, their their stuff is way cleaner because they do it all day. Um, well, I I love the crowd magician. Did you see Magic Brian last year? He does the stage stuff, but then you know Indy, we had the second room and he performed down there and he just did it kind of like street magic like that and he was great at. I've, I've never seen him do that and he adjusted well and did a really good job at that and we had people like him yeah i like that up close magic and yeah i want to see it <laughs> yeah and i don't care if i see the trick sometimes i'm gonna be mine i'm not looking for the trick i'm looking to be oh, mine. the star of the show right, right there hey, oh, hey. she was the stuff Got some cool little sets of pins there. That you guys offered. have some awesome merch. I made the mistake this year of not grabbing any until we, it was like, oh man, it, we're tearing down. I still didn't make it over and get any shirts. Yeah, I meant to grab a flat bill and did it. I've had about 10 people message me and be like, is there any way that you would send me? Like, if I, I miss buying stuff, like I'm some artists that are like, I really want, you know, uh, Mike Schultz does shirts. Do you have those year. listed anywhere online? I don't, um, as of now, once I um, actually unload the trailer, I'm kind of still have everything loaded actually in the trailer because I haven't wanted to unload it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, I definitely uh, searched fair, a couple bud. of shirts but once I, I do, meant I, to. I have so many people wanting I did that last year too. Once I unpacked them, I shipped people stuff if they were willing. You know what I mean? I was like, why not? You know? Nice. Because yeah, we have some really cool stuff. I mean, between the pins that have all three years designs, you know, first year by Monty, second year by Mike Shaw, this year by Mike Schultz. Um, you know, so all of them are really cool designs. And, and we had them made into enamel pins. And then we got all three year shirts. And it's just, 
the the bill the hats the we have flask with indie tattoo expo on them shot glasses i mean trying to put a little bit of everything out there just to see what's up and now we're going to come up with these baseball cards and trina's gonna be mad at ben <laughs> i don't give her your number so this guy has an idea so when she calls and asks me what it she's, is just be like she's gonna thinking. be like cool you do it cool have fun with that bud <laughs> also yeah it was you know her and benny were doing it and they were kind of loading everybody on there to do it all at once like purchase it all at once and the website like cleared the cart with everyone in there like I'm no longer doing it and so we had to find another company to do it and, um, totally crazy Maddie and her two tongues <laughs> <laughs> always flicking that thing around and, uh, she had fun and it was cool this year um, one thing I loved that I did do this year at Indie Tattoo Expo was Maddie got to judge and it was her first time judging Mm-hmm. Um, and with the system, you know, that's Actually, where... do you want me to go grab her real quick? Do you want to trade me spots, Maddie? Chris is uh, just starting to talk about judging and it being your first time judging. Would you like to jump in? I'll jump up. Okay. Come talk to the people. They want you. Back to Medusa. I like standing up on the chairs and scanning the whole room when I film. Sorry if that makes you guys yeah. like motion sick. No, I like seeing the whole space. I like try to climb on stuff all the time, take pictures. <laughs> I look at Medusa. She just kills I, me. She cracks me I up. love her so much. We got to have her join us. Awesome. Yeah. She is pretty bad. Look, we got her and Maddie both doing weird stuff with their tongues. I love it. We did it the whole time. We kept snorking together and hanging out. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> There's the ink therapy boost. So there's my home team right there. Big ends, Chris McLean, Schultz, Benny. There's Amanda, um, Nightmare Vixen booth that she's been there every year. Um, love her. Energy. I need her information from you because I was supposed to get a whole outfit and she left before I got done. She has some bad stuff. It she broke my heart. She had the coolest harnesses. I tried all of them. <coughs> I was going to buy too many of them. And then she oh. left. She's super rad. Actually, if you're not busy, I'm sure I'm, I'm probably 100% positive that she's at the um, Days of the Dead Indianapolis this this weekend. Um, so, so it doesn't look like it, but if you see these like copper things with the uh, like geometric shapes in them, uh, those are the what Chris talks about that he built. Those they look like they're part of the hotel. They look like they're part of the building, but they're actually props for the show. Yeah, such I mean, a nice little architectural element that you throw in there. So much nicer yeah. than just banners and backdrops. Yeah, that was a that was a big obstacle get to built, and then um, you know we hand cut each piece. So that's just plywood and paint, and every year I have to touch them up and repaper them because it's just there. We paper. go. That's all the footage we have captured. That's all your captured footage, huh? Yeah, I was busy tattooing. <laughs> We're back we to got, the, the other day. Got, I don't think I got any footage course. Sunday. I think on our Indie Tattoo Expo um, Instagram, we have some cool reels that got posted. We had a, a girl kind of trying to keep that posted for us throughout the week or the weekend. But I don't, I'm, I'm new to the real thing, man, you know? <laughs> I'm real. I, I try to do like the TikToks and stuff like once a month when I'm feeling really bold. I'll get my hair freshly done and I'm like, I'm making a TikTok. 
and then I get all stressed out about it and I don't make another one for another month yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah. not how it works properly you know what yeah, it is no. for me I can put I can put the snippets together I can be like oh, okay here's a few shots of this tattoo I did here's a couple of slow motion videos da, 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 da. the part that I get stuck on are you ready for this hit me with it what song do I put with it I know it's so hard you know and sometimes it's a perfect song but it's like eh, get the wrong idea yeah like let me see that tootsie roll and you're like i don't know if i want to put that for this but it kind of needs it (laughs) (laughs) yeah well it sucks that's why i don't post a lot because it's like man that's almost too much damn thought to go into a post (laughs) i posted a video there it's a a pheasant hunting sleeve that i just completed and i couldn't think of anything i was looking at like ted nugent songs i was looking at hunting songs i even looked up the word pheasant just to see what kind of songs it brought up i was like i don't even know so i'm scrolling scrolling i'm like what is appropriate it doesn't give the wrong idea but it's gonna go along with the radness of it of course johnny cash came in clutch. i love that yeah sooner or later god will cut you down this day <laughs> that pheasant made it away but Here's what I think I need to do now is That's go back through all choice. of your videos and understand that you took a lot of time to pick the song yeah. and really go through them That's again, I think. That I get really stuck on. Like it, it, sometimes by default, I'll just throw in the yeah, yeah, yeahs because, you know, heads will roll, whatever. <laughs> I like, uh, I'll just pick whatever the most like current one is because I don't really know what's cool. And I'll just like pick what everyone else says is cool. I'm like, nice. And then I'll just throw all my little goobers. Okay. I have a lot okay. of weird little funky dudes. I do a lot of EDM. Mm-hmm. Um, songs mm-hmm. with my little goobs because mm-hmm. that's what my brain feels like when I make them so I feel like it makes sense uh, yes yeah, so, my posts are boring they're like yo old school here's a picture bam <laughs> hope you like this shit <laughs> that's what that's the sound bite you should put with everything mm-hmm. yeah hope you like that sh- same exact sound yeah, bite bam the there you go <clears throat> old school there it is here's just Boom. a picture but yeah if we had some if we had adam's video of the the contest and showing maddie and them up there back to what we're saying on that is the cool thing do you have any videos like that on the instagram you probably do you got have any uh competition footage on the the grams i don't we can have kyle pull up some of the um instagram footage and kind of sprinkle that in while you and maddie talk about competitions because i talk a lot about how much i like judging it's like you're right there was really cool in so many ways until you got to the part where all the ones that tickled your brain are all right there and you have to pick your favorite well and that's when i was like oh no And it's really cool when you haven't done it to really get up and see what it takes to do it and what's involved. And I think like this year we had so many first time judges and I started doing that intentionally throughout the weekend because I realized the more people who judge, the less people who cry when they lose because now they understand it and they're up there and they see it. And And with that system, Sometimes we're not even saying the tattoo sucks. Like Maddie said, I mean, we're over there talking about it as five judges now. Like, what the, like, okay, let's get rid of the wow factor and break down right. the mechanics. Let's, let's break down the mechanics. Let's break down the category. And we're, we're breaking this down into ridiculous amounts that there's not even a loser on the stage, especially if you any tattoo. Expert. I mean, every tattoo up there was like yeah. mind blowing, you know? I thought it was cool to see it from that perspective too, because I get judged on a lot. But um, like the work that Jeff and Caitlin have done on me, but I don't do, I haven't put a lot of my stuff in there. And the stuff that I kind of focus on a lot is all the little details. And that's what I like is really fun. Like all the little stuff that you can put in it. But judging this time, it made me realize if I'm going to put one up there, it's better to do something 
very well and make it a little more simple and go back in later and make more details if I want. But if that, if there's an area that looks like it was rushed for the sake of me, maybe winning a trophy, that's not going to win because you put your client, uh, you know, put your client behind you winning something and that was kind of cool. Yeah. Like, you know, it's going to heal nice Mm -hmm. later, but you don't know, you know, like right now it's not as clean as somebody else that took the time to go, okay, here's how much time I have to completely finish this piece and put it up there for you. And I think that was something I needed to see to be a little better. One yeah, of the things means- that's hard. Okay, so one of the things that I love about uh one of the smaller shows like Chris's is it is almost kind of like invitation. You yeah. have to like either be invited or you actually have to like submit your portfolio for a review. It's not just you're not just automatically in. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. a higher caliber of artists yeah. already in the building. So when you see all of these people with their tattoos and they're competing one against an, another all of these tattoos are a quality work there's not oh, b c and d right. quality work on stage it's all a it's quality all so work. good yeah so from that a quality work you've got to narrow it down to the a plus quality right so it's like you're eliminating like if we're taking an exam you're eliminating people that are anything below 98%. Right. And that's an A+. Plus. Right, that's absolutely. Good. Anything yeah. below 98%. So now you're just like pulling out little details of these tattoos where like there's not actually anything right. wrong with them. It really does yeah. come down to like okay, this technically is going to age better. Right. This might not need a touch up. This well, okay, these lines are impeccable, but they look a little trenched. Will that make a difference in how it heals? I don't know, but these lines here are perfect. Right. And well, they're not well, trenched. So like sometimes there's just such little things that make that difference where on any other circumstance, any other given day, these are A++ oh, yeah. quality work. Like there's not a sleeper in the building. So like when we talk about judging, we're not judging that, like there's a whole bunch of... Like duds or something that you're like just getting them off the stage to go see the good stuff. It's like everything is the good stuff. Yep. And going through and going, okay, well, I know that more people involved in the judging process, so they realize that. And because you know, like when it came down to best of day, I think it might have been Sunday, or they won best of show with the same piece. Um, but Zach Perry and Mitch Bonifay did the um this uh geisha chick with the dragon. Yeah, that was so clean. Every single scale was perfect. Yeah, yeah, and it came down to that piece against a piece that uh, Marcus Large did of a spawn, and it was perfect. That saturation was beautiful in that piece. Yeah, they were they were both immaculate, but then it was like, okay, well, who had to put in more work to make it? Like, and you know, not that the spawn piece obviously didn't take some right. skill of work, but he didn't have to do seven hundred lines perfect, you know. And that dragon, you know, was Mitch did that dragon and. Um, I don't know if you follow him, Mitch Bonifay, um, he is, whoa, but, and not only was the, the line work perfect, but the, the negative gap in between the color and the line work was perfect through a hundred scales, you know, you know, sometimes we're a tattoo artist, you, you always see that lazy area, it wasn't there. Back I need to, what to interject just for a moment. Kyle, can you please read the second comment down, the one about Derb Morrison? They didn't recognize Derb without his cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry that, to interject. I know that. You know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a good picture here right there. 
Oh man, sorry. I just had to point that That's out. That's his reaction to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's his reaction to that big, to that comment. <laughs> Oh, but no, swinging back to what you said, the looking at that piece up close was crazy because the realism part of it was so beautiful. And like they intentionally made it really dark in certain areas. And that's going to go back and make a nice contrast later. Like it looked great fresh. And I could like I knew that like when it heals, it's going to look great in a completely different way, but still beautiful. And then every yeah. single line was super clean. Every saturation went to like like the little gaps they made intentionally were like perfectly where they needed to be like a lot of attention and time was taken on that piece and I think that the other one was well, the reason I chose that one and it was really hard to choose between the two was because each color you had like four different blues for each little gradient that happened in that blue so like when that heals it's going to look so cool and all those colors are going to be given room to expand and like make this nice gradient forever rather than just like a this really cool gradient you made right now yeah yeah, so it was really hard to beautiful. choose that, like knowing like you put a yeah, lot there. of time into understanding the longevity of this piece and like really putting that saturation in. And then that also, right like there. you said, every single like, every single scale, I was looking for one to be wonky because I, I mean, no. it's so hard and none of them were. They're all. Perfect. No, I looked all the way down the tail yeah. where you get smaller. I was like, surely down here in the smaller part of the tail, there's going to be a wonky. A hiccup. Right. There's none. No, that piece is it's clean, isn't it? Yeah, it's so pretty. Yeah, and I always love his color choices too. His color yeah. choices are they're so complementary and, and contrasting at the same time. It's wild. And I like that the like portrait plays into it. It wasn't just two pieces that were shoved together. It like yeah, there's certain shadows that happen and like the way the cheek tattoo is put on there, it's not just put on like flat onto it. It, it took into consideration the anatomy and how that would fall right there. Well, and the chin is really dragon's back yeah the, the chin but, shadowing there and then like the little whip from the top of the dragon's little like whisker bit it has yeah. a little shadow there too it's just really cool that they like are in the same room on the piece rather than like two really cool pieces shoved together. well the cool thing was is at the time i had no clue two people had worked on this tattoo yeah so you know then when they said that i was like oh that makes a little bit more sense how somebody was i was just thinking damn somebody's like a fucking beast he's like killing old school and portraits right. like you know what I mean? so when i realized it was the two of them who had done it i was just like oh wow man that that's that makes more sense to me of like how it got to be so not rushed because each person right. do their section without rushing and that you know was the difference i think there but when you put that next to that spawn piece and we're sitting there i mean you you gotta get the wow factors and take that out of the picture and then go through and do like we did so it was neat having new judges all weekend because each person come up and was like man that was intimidating fascinating and educational and you know and that's what we always talk about is elevating people and educating yeah. so um i also feel like it makes people understand the i don't even want to call it the losing process but the not being selected process you know right. I mean? like, oh, you know it's um, I feel like too, if, if you're going into one of those competitions with that mentality anyway, where it's like a ride or die, I have to win, or I'm going to be upset. Like, it seems silly to me. Like any, any win is a win. You know what I mean? I get really excited for whoever won. Cause that's like a really clean piece. Like a lot of really cool people are here and you, you know, they picked yours and that's because yours tickled their brain the right way. It, you know, it can come down yeah, to yeah. I want that one on my body more than I'd want this one on my body. It just depends on the day. So I don't really, I, I don't think that I'd get to a point where I'm like, 
man, mine doesn't win. That's trash because I like mine better. And it's like, yeah, you should like yours. You made it. Like, that's really exciting. The whole thing, what's cool is that I get to go, all right, cool. So why did theirs win over top of this? And hearing that process actually behind it of like, okay, here's why. And going, all right, that makes sense because that is a little rush. There is a little bit of marks there that are going to go away when they heal. But that was a rushed piece opposed to, you know, that piece that had taken the time on it. It was just kind of cool to go, okay, when I do my pieces now, Here's, I know what they're looking for. It's more of, yeah. you know, and so that rather than everything. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny because I had somebody like, well, what do you think people think about how you have and people's never judge judge? And I'm like, first of all, nobody knows who's judged. And second of all, who right. the fuck say who's qualified in this room to judge anybody in the first place? <laughs> yeah, Medusa actually said that on stage. She was like really nervous. And I told her that it was my first time too. And she was like, oh, good. Because I was nervous because it's my first time. And I was like, yeah, man. She, she's like, you know, I've, I've, I was like, I've not been, t- she's like, I don't think I'm qualified to judge everybody. I said, how long have you liked art? Like, can you look at art and know that it's good? Then you've been doing it long enough that you can do it. It doesn't mean you you don't have to do tattooing longer. Well, you're, you're only, a, you only a really perfect tattoo artist can judge another tattoo. And it's like, no, man, like we're all learning. We're all doing cool stuff. And I chose a piece that other people didn't choose because, you know, I liked the creativity side behind it. I thought that like, there were some spots that kind of fell a little bit on it the first round, like the first pass through. It was that really pretty pastel face with like the fun shapes. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, and I thought that one was really creative and I really liked the colors that they chose. And there's just like a different, you know, I looked at it from a different perspective. And I think that if you get the same people judging the same pieces, then they all have the same idea of what they're looking for. And that's going to narrow it down in a different direction. If you get yeah. a bunch of artists that all know art and all like different things in art, we have a different perspective to bring. There's this one time yeah. I was judging, I believe we were at Hill City, but it could have been at Indy. Um, but it was me and Jeremy Brown kind of having a side conversation about these two pieces that were both very good. He's like, I like that one better. I was like, but this one has a lot more tricks in it that are yeah. way harder to pull off. I was like, that out of focus feature there is actually way harder to do. And that's going to heal beautifully where this one just doesn't have as many tricks. Everything in it is executed perfectly, but this one has more tricks. And yeah. he was like, I didn't think about it like yeah absolutely having that different perspective from an artist that looks at different things it's like comparing a perfect sprint to a perfect hurdle (laughs) you know what I mean like they both ran their best race but the hurdler pulled it more tricks out of the bag right you know I think it's cool to to look at it that way too to be able to go oh yeah I know that makes sense to me from a different perspective because for me a lot of it's like really clean line work and super cool saturation with lots of fun colors like but seeing someone else go okay cool I like that but also here's why I like these things if there's a certain style that I'm not like doing all the time I might not appreciate certain things about it Mm -hmm. so having like a black and gray realism artist next to me is kind of a cool thing Mm -hmm. well one of the cool things to segue off of that conversation with Jeremy we were at another show several months later we see Jeremy at like many many shows but he was like hey when we had that conversation when we were judging I, it changed the way that I tattoo because I didn't look at another tattoo like that. And when you said that now I look at my yeah. own work differently. So it's like, that's where having the opportunity to judge is a beautiful learning experience yeah, for any of us. Like you and I will talk about color and like it's when stressful. you first started here, we, we were talking about um, like how many colors to yeah. use to achieve certain gradients. And I was like, it changed the way I looked at it. Like, that's why I liked the spawn when I was like, 
oh, oh yeah, putting all those colors in there instead of just like making it happen for now, like thinking about it later and how they're all going to expand and break down and you'll still have and them. you can see it, it's not like it, that same tattoo would have been less good if they right, used absolutely. fewer blues, but the fact that they used all of the blues and you can see those flawless, seamless yeah. gradients between several yeah. oh, yeah. of just a few, that's what's going to give it that smoothness over time and as those colors settle there's all those different pigments settling together not just one two three pigments right. blending but it's this magical it's just like when you're painting in layers like your first pass might be that one two three but your right. second pass you're going to blend them a little bit better you know why wouldn't you want a tattoo that way absolutely it changed the way that i did my colors and i was having so much fun with those little blends anyway so taking the time for each of those has like changed the way that my tattoos are healing for sure when they're coming back in they still look like a picture uh -huh. rather than having some areas that are like, I don't know, that I could have put a few more colors in. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like it's just fun. And that's why I appreciated the spawn one differently was after that conversation. And then, like you said, uh, having that different perspective, when I got back from Indy, I was like, or I guess right off of the stage, you asked me, how was it? And I was like, super <laughs> intimidating, man. It stressed me out a lot. Gave me heartburn. <laughs> and then I think said to you. But you know what the thing is, is too, is like you were saying too, is like, if you're mad about it, you're kind of going for the wrong reason and yeah. stuff. Because really, the competition is just for fun. There. It's just I fun. Mean, yeah. It's even, just like homies being like, it's <laughs> not even like, this means you're the freaking master tattooer. You know what I mean? It's like, it's the fun thing for us to do. It's, it's more of a fun part of it to me than like, if I win something, you know, oh, that's awesome. If I lose something and you win, that's awesome. You also know? cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's still <laughs> I mean, Jeff super and I, cool. anytime a new school artist wins anything, we're like, yeah, yeah. Like, that it's new school. New school represent. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like you a... also can go over and look at it and then be look at it. If you do that style, you walk over and see why that piece won. Yeah, absolutely. Realize what that person did. So getting all the new people involved judging this year, I love that aspect. I thought that was I really appreciate that that you did that too. That was a really yeah, cool well, thing for me. Yeah, thanks, thanks for the kind of last minute, but I just went around and popped some people in there. Yeah. Um, you know, Sometimes you hear people bitching about things being political and this and that. And I'm like, if you say that there, then you're just a poor sport. Because these yeah. fucking people don't yeah. even know each other. They're getting up on the stage awkwardly, not even knowing each other about the judge together. I don't know anybody ever. I'm the worst. You can ask Fawn. I'm just like a goob about it. That's probably got to be the yeah. most fair way to do it. Because, you know, we can talk about all the different strategies to judge tattoos. But it always comes down to the same handful that you're debating over. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. can use any system, whether it's the cards, whether it's the slider on the computers, whether... You know, it's the point system, whatever it is, like a good tattoo is a good tattoo and the shining stars are going to rise to the top. Right. So like you're always only bickering over that same few. So when you've got artists that don't know each other, don't know the work that they're looking at, they might know some of it. Some of them might not have all of the etiquette to not ask who did it, but like right. you'll have that well, we people that, that are green. Yeah, but yeah. there's nothing more fair than somebody who has never done it before. Like they're going to be the most honest and they're going to want to try so hard not to make the wrong decision because like to some oh, artists, okay. these awards are incredibly important. And, right. You know, in some communities, like people literally choose which shop to go to by which one has the most trophies sitting around. Like mm. that is one way to yeah. research your shop. Like who's, who's the most award-winning team in right. town. I want to talk to that team. Right. Like it I mean, does make a difference for some people and it really is important for some people and people are traveling across the country to come oh, yeah. to do these tattoos and so the collectors, 
Yeah, the collectors want award-winning. Right, tattoos. absolutely. Like, I take yeah. pride in like I have an award-winning collection. Like I know Adam was like, I don't need you to, I don't need anyone to put stuff in. I don't really need trophies. I was like, oh, when this is done, absolutely. If I'm already going up there, bro, I already have cool pieces for everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah you know, I, uh, I like um, <laughs> it just brings a whole different element to it. And um it's important for people to win, but it's it's also so educated like that's one of the big reasons that you know the first year one of my videos was talking about like doing it for the clients because it's the chance they get to show off like they're you know i mean they spend a lot of like you think about it, i mean a client usually is spending their paycheck for their tattoo yeah one of their whole paychecks mm -hmm. so for them to be able to come out and show that off is awesome it gives them an opportunity to show off the and the effort to sit there sometimes for five or ten yeah. or 15 or 20 hours you know um, so the, the, the contests and stuff are more, I think, fun aspects for yeah. clients to be involved with our job more than just pay us. Mm -hmm. I think know? that's like really, so my client, we've been talking about this a lot. I have a really awesome client. You, he got his armpit tattooed. That guy, the, he's like a, he's a monster. He's a menace. Yeah. Um, but he always has been kind of like when he first got in and started getting tattooed by me, he didn't really have any tattoos and he was kind of like covered himself up and. And he got his tattoos very strategic. Like I want them done in a way that like when I put my work shirt on, no one can see it. It's like, absolutely, let's do it. Um, at the convention, like we've already done his chest and we we're working on his armpit. And like, he went from being, I'm gonna cover my full body while you work on my shoulder to I'm walking around a convention completely shirtless and everyone is complimenting my tattoos and telling me how cool I look. And like seeing him from the beginning, he's like, do I just take my shirt off? And I was like, go crazy. And like, I never would have imagined he'd be like, let's go. And you know, he got to have a different experience where everyone That's in the room, awesome. like no one is looking at you for any other reason than you have some really cool tattoos on you, man. And I want to look at them, you know, and that was yeah. an awesome experience. I was so excited for him to go up and just have something to put on stage. Not that I thought, you know, it I was a sim more simple tattoo and I knew what was going up there, but I thought it'd be really cool for him to go up there and, and see this people judge his tattoo and be around a bunch of really cool tattoos. And if he got a ticket, super cool. You know, if we yeah. got a trophy, super cool, but it was really awesome seeing his growth just in that experience. And then at the beginning, he said, I'm a little out of my comfort zone, but I can usually manage. And by the end of it, he's like, I think the tattoo conventions are for me. I think I like that. And it's it just cool like felt made me cry. I was like, my baby. You got well, to you know, watch um, somebody like fall into their tribe, like yeah. realize that this whole group of uh, people is who they belonged with yeah. all the time. One of our um, volunteers' granddaughters came up there and she's around 10, 11 years old. And she's kind of, you know, the awkward kid like most of us, you know, back at that age. And she left there and she told her grandma, her grandma told uh, Trina, she said, uh, Memo, I think I found my people. Oh. And I was like, man, it's kind of like, are you like, you know. So it like, makes your heart happy. <laughs> yeah. I felt the same way. Great, it's what got me know? into tattooing is that like, I was always the weird one that didn't really have a lot of friends. I ate lunch in the art room. I've always just been like, I talk too much. I'm real loud. And I always got picked on about that. And when I started tattooing, my clients you're, love you're the like, fact I'm that I can't shut up and everyone more. loves that I'm loud. Everyone's loud. And I'm a weird little goober with two tongues. I'm a little pixie person because I chose to be. And that's allowed and that's cool. And everyone likes it. And it's just like a really fun, safe place that I feel like that's a lot of my clients need that. They need that room yeah. to be able to go, hey, like no one cares about anything else. Like we all just want to hang out and be cool and do cool art with cool people. And that's just been I like a really fun side of it. You got to think about that for, you know, the, you got to think of two sides as a promoter. You got to think of giving that inviting and comfort and side to the artist worth them coming to your event, spending the money and then giving their clients 
that opportunity to enjoy the event and be involved, not just be there as a marketplace to, you know, sell product and move more tattoos. I mean, of course, we're all there to do tattoos and stuff, but most of you guys are coming with clients just to compete and have fun. And they even yeah, just to hang out. But it gives everybody an opportunity, you know, the clients to be so involved on the side of not just paying us for their, you know, to sit there and have a conversation with us. And sometimes you get to that convention and that client that you, you know, tattooed for a year stiffly, now it comes back and you guys are having a whole different conversation. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's the first time. So that's really cool. I hope yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's like my favorite part is seeing everyone just be weird and be able to like, experience it it almost feels like a music festival tattoo conventions feel like music festivals like yeah. everyone's just kind of cool being weird hanging out and well you know i mean they started kind of basically traveling the fairgrounds and being in the circus and stuff so i mean we're just a big circus yeah. we're around without, so without treated animals you know what i'm saying <laughs> our animals are pampered if they're there so you know i mean we're just a giant uh, circus of people and that's kind of like you know uh Durbin and i are talking it's like you know people like to be on display and like to see people on display mm-hmm. part of that competition is people just want to stand there and watch people on display it's a weird yeah. thing about it. you know what i mean like, i yeah. love like especially when i get into the all-around female competitions i love looking at all of the other like heavily tattooed people and seeing how different our collections are you know, we might be equally more or less covered, but like when somebody's that covered and you can actually like stand next to each other and be like, yeah, it's weird being naked in front of everybody. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, girl, I'm not digging it either, but we signed up for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of nice to like, as, as confident as it seems like we are sometimes we're really like, we signed up for this. I derp out immediately when I'm on stage. I like can't stop. Like if somebody comes up and a good song's on, I'm like dancing and singing. I cannot sit still on stage. I get so anxious. My adrenaline just starts pumping. I'll, like there's so many videos of me on at Hell City just like getting down. I'm like, I am so sorry. I'm trying to be serious. Love our <laughs> and stuff so much. Like you said, you get up there, you know, at one second you're not thinking about being naked because you're thinking about showing off your tattoos. Like at Hell City. Uh, she's like, hey, you want to go down here and show me some stuff? And then she's like, oh, by the way, you're going to have to like, take your clothes off. And I'm like, oh, sure, let's just do it. You know what I mean? Like, should have worn my thong today. <laughs> Are you talking about when Lauren got you to take your clothes off? Yeah. <laughs> she's got, she got some really, really nice videos. I'm not sure what all she's putting together, but she's shown me, like, the footage that she has, and it's really, really nice. There's, like, I'm going to check it on the phone with her tomorrow, actually. I've, I've been just mentally exhausted so getting everything lined up and put together so i need to get on the phone with her because she has some cool stuff yeah yep that footage came out so like i mean i i because i know how she photographs i knew that her videos would come out nice but as she's starting to like learn and play with slow motion beautiful beautiful footage cool cool Cool. i can't wait to see a little bit of it but yeah, and so. it's it's funny because like you're incredibly expressive when you talk about your ta- tattooing. Period. Like you get incredibly emotional. So when you start talking about your collection and you start going into those stories, like the way that you move your face and the way that she captured those little moments in slow motion, make it like really, really nice little videos. So I'm not sure what all she's going to do with it, but she's got so much real usable stuff and. 
you know, she's been gathering um, tattoo collections since uh, the Live at Red Tree event that we did like a couple years ago here when Bob Tyrell was here. So she's got like his collection, Derb's collection, mine, like, um, I think she got Jordan's at the time, but he's got way more work. And then, you know, the stuff she's been gathering, like in handfuls at the last several conventions, but the footage at Hell City was the best, like taking the time and getting the lighting right really made all the the difference. Yeah. Yeah. It really looks nice. And then just, you know, having the slow motion, like understanding and utilizing that little tool is pretty neat. So yeah. I'm not I sure what, what all's coming, but. I'd like to see it. She's so multi-talented. About tattoo. And like if I start talking about tattoo too much, I'm, I'm either glowing or damn near about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the reasons I love having you on the show so much. We haven't had you on in a long time, actually. You've just kind know, of been, yeah. we've been in our own bubbles. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I think we kind of had, you know, Hell City and then Indie Tattoo Expo. So it was like a lot of mm-hmm. stuff leading up there. But yeah, I'm ready to get back in the program, get back on it. Plus, um, we were wrapping up the rebuild at the, uh, the remodel and expansion mean therapy. So it's finally done. So expanded that. Yay, congratulations. So yeah. do you have, you've got space for guest artists, obviously. Do you have any space for like resident artists that you're going to yeah. have when that finishes? Yeah, we have about two booths that we're um, looking for resident artists, um, possible um, real flexible on schedule and stuff. I like people working about four days a week is kind of my thing. I do not do the, I do do a percentage based job though. So I don't do the booth rent and the, um, we run on like somewhat of a schedule for everybody which is easily selected, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, we're looking for some artists there. We have a very high volume shopper in a growing neighborhood right next to the mall. So it's rocking out. And then uh, then we always have the, the extra, you know, guest artist booth as well. And that pretty much rotates somebody in there about once a month right now. If so. there were a specific style of artist you could imagine having that you don't, what do you, what do you think is that hole that you'd like to fill in your, your shop? I would say now probably a black and gray artist right now that's, you know, really, uh, yeah. Um, or my main black and gray guy just took off to do like a little private studio. So okay. um, he's been there for the last 10 years. And um, so other than really that, I'd say a black and gray artist and, um, we have a lot of bases covered there, really. One, one of the things that I think team. makes the uh, Red Tree team so special and so easy to work together is we all do something so totally different from one another. Um, like some of us only work in color. Some of us only work in black and gray. We're, most of us are skilled enough to cross lanes and do other things, but we all we all kind of have our own style and our own direction. So that does <laughs> it help. makes for like no competition. You know what I mean? And when people hit us up for like ideas that are kind of out of our wheelhouse, usually we can recommend somebody we work with that's equally as good if well, not better at that thing. Doing better work is not doing stuff out of your wheelhouse because mm-hmm. you work with somebody. That's what's allowing therapy to grow. We, you know, over the you know 12 years of being there, it's always had a variety of artists that could cover every base. So yeah, I'd like to see a you know a new school or not new school, but a color realism artist, you know, come in there at least. Um, but I also enjoy having a guest artist often because it, uh, 
It's just, it's always a changing event. I'm actually looking for a indie spot to guest spot at sometimes. I have lots of Indiana clients from oh, well. working and living there. So I maybe would like to come hang out from by. Before you came <laughs> down, Chris was talking about his guest house. He's Here, got we'll, on we'll Airbnb. He said he was going to take us a tour, but uh, he's got this whole house that he's set up. It is on Airbnb, but it's more for um, like guest artists. That is the sweetest thing ever. Hmm. I love that. I stayed with Jeff last time. We just hung out in the hot tub the whole time and had a fun little guest spot. <laughs> I'm really excited to see Chris's place in person. Next That's time I'm awesome. out that way, I got to just set so this some is time my front aside door, to visit. Front yard right here. That's beautiful. We got a big greenhouse and garden out there. I mean, the garden, I'd walk you out there with a wheel cut off our power. So. Oh, I'm going to have to investigate that greenhouse when I come visit. Oh, yeah, there's strawberries, yeah. green beans, <laughs> everything in there. So this is the new pad out here. So it's used to be an old beautiful. Pad. I love it out here. It's so nice. Up there in front of us, a little thin wall. You can see way up there is actually an old church, one of the old buildings, and it's just a fireplace left there um, on a concrete pad. So we can, we're going to set it up as a little party area and stuff at the fire pit that's the old shower house but now it's the indie tattoo expo storage awesome. and probably, so let's see this place is cool it's just a little one-bedroom house but i let all the guest artists stay here for free so it keeps their travel costs down and makes it fun and it gives me a little bit of personal time to get to know everybody too because we come out here and chill yeah you know so yeah that's awesome little living room here and we just got some old tattoo flash on the wall. The flash is kind of cool because it's, you know, 80s Spalding and Rogers. And it's like, you know, some of us would probably go through and actually get it. And then here's my mentor. This is a picture of Trina's dad. So Trina, you know, my partner at Indie Tattoo Expo and who does all the hard work uh, mentally. And she, uh, her dad, she taught me how to tattoo. And so let's picture him and one of his business cards that he he drew back in the eighties. That's super cool. So, um, got it. Just kind of chilling some that, and then got a full kitchen over here. So, so you come guest by here, you're kind of spoiled. Yeah, nice. that's what I was just about to say. Yeah. Uh, Don Booz was here right before the expo. He spent the week leading up to the expo here. So, some more cool old flash. I got a couple more things to get framed and put up, and then. It's cool because this also has oh, these nice. in here. That's so it, awesome. Yeah, so it, you know, it's got a little desk area and stuff for the artists and stuff. Um, nice bedroom, couch area. But um, it's, it's cool because, you know, when people are Airbnb in it, they um, get to see this stuff. And I have, you know, ink therapy stuff and Indie Tattoo Expo stuff in here. So it's kind of a little draw to it. Check these out. Are these tight? Looks like says uh, $20 each with color. With color. With color. <laughs> Could you imagine getting a $20 tattoo? Like, that is a red flag for me yeah. now. I mean, I know money was different then. That was probably Well, this is, bucks. that's it. 1987 was when that sheet right there came out. So this one, let's see this other one in here said, I can't remember. One of them said something about some other color on it or something. But. I'll bring you some of my little flash sheets that I made when I come visit. Yeah, it's cool. So that's what I want to do with this empty space is like the, the guest artists have them all bring me a piece of artwork or that's something. That's cool. I love that. 
And that way that, you know, the uh, clients, because it's, the cool thing is, is if we educate everybody on how cool we are as tattoo artists, then people can stop judging us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I think is so cool is the overflow from the hotels always end up in the convention areas. So people that don't normally like would never be in a situation like that or around people like that, they kind of like overflow into the tattoo yeah. area and get to see cool stuff. And I, I want to awesome. set up a full art night here, like a little art weekend and just invite yeah. a bunch of tattoo artists and set up a big tent and out there is that building across there. That's my game room. It's got a pool table and some arcade games and stuff in it. And, um, I'll bring yeah, my pool cues. Yeah, yeah. Let you I need, whoop me. I'm okay at pool. I would love to play. <laughs> it depends on the day, how often I'm playing. You know, that's just a little cheap table. I need a nicer one, but the guy left it, so I ain't bitching. Um, then I got a rain rain collection system here, so this collects all the rainwater off my house, and then um, is actually irrigated all the way up to my garden, and that's why that's I water. So cool. Garden. So yeah, it saves me money, um, and that's why. I, the garden is like when I say that thing is growing crazy. I got tomato plants. We planted like five, six weeks ago. They're as tall as me, and they were, <laughs> you know, a few inches tall when we planted Might them. Have so. to get some of that magic water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's been uh, pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's super nice of you to make a space like that for your guest artists. And, and we also um, because let's see, I think walk you out here. We. Um, I have chickens, so we also leave like you know. I mean, if people like, I leave fresh eggs every day in the house for the Airbnb or the people. Am I? Can I just come hold the chickens? Yeah, yeah. They're actually <laughs> okay. <out here>. We'll <laughs> I love that. Here. They should stay on, and I got one chicken. This is my ink therapy semi. I'm working Look on at this truck. That's so cool. So I'm actually happy to get this place too because it gave me a place to put that thing. I had that sitting outside for a year while trying to work on it outside and have different people help me. But no, when you've got a space like that, you're golden. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like, now yeah. you can just take your time and when the things happen, they happen. That was a wonderful building. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of jealous. But I don't know what I can do with a building like that. Oh, <laughs> right away. She's like, oh, yeah. ah. what you got? oh, you little turds. And oh my not, goodness. Well, they got some grub worms in here and they've been knocking them down and was I'm coming out with some chickens. Oh Jesus goodness. <laughs> it's gonna be Maddie's new home away from home. Yeah. <laughs> some, sometimes they're friendly and they'll let you pet them, and sometimes they just like this one, she usually let you pet her. She, she said, I'm not today. Yeah, no, like, it just depends on what she's like, I'm like, not your pants. Right. Don't monkey. worry. I'll go in the, there for the a while. The black and white ones hang out, Vanessa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hey, guys, we're homies. Look at that. Look oh, at them all. Look okay. at all those earnings. All right. Now I got to go get something and collect them. And yeah, it's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Something to do. Uh, Liz's boys love doing it and helping out with them. So. It's yeah, something fun, kind of family stuff to the chickens. Nice. It's kids involved in it. They like to help take care of it. Surprisingly, they're like, can we clean the chicken coop? And like, they just want to be involved in every part of it. So her kids Pretty have cool. been a big, yeah, between her kids, herself, and her family out here, it's been a, they've been a big help because this is a, a lot of adjusting, you know? A lot of responsibility taking care of a place that big. Yeah, yeah. Just like of your time, you know what I mean? 
Oh yeah, you move out, out here and you don't realize it until you're here how much, you know. Like mm-hmm. you think you always want something like this, and it's like, well, you better be fucking prepared, you know what I mean? Fortunately, this, the guy I bought this off of, he had all this set up though. So I mean I didn't have to like build or do I mean he really had this place put together so nice, it was insane. So hmm. yeah, get all these eggs out here. I'm cool. gonna be this week building a new little place for them to lay all their eggs, but this should be a segment we have every week. Checking, checking in on the chickens. Checking in on chickens. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Look at all them chickens. The smokers, like, man, it's relaxing to sit there and burn one and just watch the chickens in the yard. And they just, they're interesting little freaking critters. Hmm. Did you What's ever that? imagine, like, let's let's rewind 20 years. You're sitting in a tattoo studio. It's like three in the morning. All the things are going on. Did you ever imagine that you'd just be, like, chilling, enjoying listening to chickens no (laughs) No. well but you know i actually as a kid grew up on a farm too so it's i mean um when i'd go to my grandparents whether in tennessee or here in indy we were out on a big farm so um i've always kind of been around animals and stuff but yeah i never thought it'd be like yeah let's burn one watch the chickens Listen, that's going to be one of the activities we do when I come visit. Burn one yeah. and watch the yeah. chickens. Hey, let's just go play with them little chickens. Yeah, that looks <laughs> awesome, Chris. I'm super happy for you. I can't wait to see it. Thank you. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, so Maddie, you know what I mean? More than welcome to shoot me some dates and we'll work it out. Um, yeah. That way I can I've got block quite a few clients reaching out like about my coming around that area again. So that'd be amazing. Yeah, because then I can, um, you know, I have to block it out on my Airbnb and make sure nobody can book those dates while you're here. Yeah. Thanks. Here's nice. my new little additions to the house. Oh, oh look little at babies. <laughs> I just got a baby last night. His name is Gil Thunder. He's about that age. And he's like a tuxedo. Cal, I think, wants to name this one Nala. So she's a little baby. She's a cutie. And that's Hank over there. Oh, Hank. Oh, Hank, there. He's chilling. We got all the babies. What a man. Hear me out. It's kind of feeling like you maybe need some goats. No. And I'll just come hang out with the goats too. Maybe. Yeah, everybody's like, you should get this, you should get that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going to, you know, one, you know, like we just said, all the work involved. I only got these cats because that barn out there to kill the mice with the chickens and stuff, keep mice down, you know? Okay, well, they've got a job and a purpose. This sounds like the oh, old ladies. <laughs> this is how my dog and cats are. That little yellow one just keeps loving on Nova, like, just like mm-hmm. constantly walks up to her, just curls up on her nose. And also, this is shows like, you know, people, dogs, animals, whatever. It's <laughs> all in how you're raised and your behavior, you know what I mean? Shoot them over. <laughs> She's like, quit licking my face. <laughs> yeah, well. So. Any, is there anything else from the indie show we should talk about? What was your favorite oh, part? My favorite part? Yeah, what was your favorite part of the indie show? Mm. I worked a lot. <laughs> yeah, I actually <laughs> did. I actually did too this time. That was really fun. Oh, you know what Maddie got a lesson in? Oh how boy, you, that was one of my favorite parts. <laughs> we started to make a video. Ballroom chairs. How to use ballroom chairs? Very efficiently. Furniture. Yeah. 
like <laughs> instead of laying out a massage table, we just laid out three ballroom chairs, covered them. And- I did a face tattoo, ribs, and what else? Oh, an armpit. You didn't know you could make a bed on ballroom chairs. Oh, it She'd was a whole like, situation. She would be like, Vaughn, how would you do this? And I'd be like, hmm. Let I'd me just show look. you. And I'd imagine the chairs in a few ways. And then I'd just like sit and get arranged. And she'd be like, yeah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everyone was coming by with like, how are you? Did you not bring a bed? I was like, no, we have a bed. I was like, Vaughn <laughs> just did this magic so we don't have to deal with it. But don't you think he was probably more comfortable than if he was on a massage table? Because I don't think there was any way to be. I gave him my sweater and some stuff too. So he was pretty like calm. Yeah. Uh, he was, I don't think there was a way to be comfortable getting your armpits tattooed though. There's not. He just texted me and was like, I'm ready. We're doing shrimps in the other one. And I was like, I'm so excited. <laughs> Little stripes. Yep. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. I feel like this is something Ben would be down with. Cute little little stripes hiding in the little... scrimpies in the armpits. Yeah. We got a cool little anemone with some little clownfish on one side, and then we're gonna have a little stripes in the other side. Pretty gnarly. He's crazy. We have to resaturate his nipples. I'm like, you're killing it. You're doing so good. I just cried getting my foot tattooed. So actually didn't cry talk about that a little bit because you jumped into a project with adam yeah pretty big project got got into a lot yes we did got this crazy like wise i don't know how to describe her it's like would you like me to send you pictures of it not all i was gonna do you have pictures i got on goop pics yeah uh, instagram on two kyle right now or tattoo collecting 101 boom already doing it literally done it yeah, so I'm excited about, you know, just next year's planning of the expo and getting everything ready. And I think we got some new stuff that's going to be pretty cool for everybody. It's definitely, like, the first two shows I went to, the first one ever was Hell City, and then the second one was Indy. And it's definitely my favorites, like, my two favorites for sure. Being there and, like, that's where I met all my fun new school friends. Like, I met Jeff at Indy. Came up on him, uh, asked him if tattoos hurt when he didn't see me yet. And then he turned around and I was like, nah. And we became best friends. <laughs> Indy and Hill City are kind of like both your home shows. That yeah, they're my, nice. they're my shows. I really like them. Look at what she did. Yeah, spicy business. Oh. I don't know why I do this to myself. How did them toes feel? <sighs> I stared at him and I said, this hurts. <laughs> um i, I saw like, so many on my fingers there was i was i was pretty sure i was gonna walk out with like a dump truck when i was done with how i was clenching my butt cheeks the whole time i was like all the way up in like a backward position it was a situation oh. for me um we, <laughs> if you look his little hand is holding on to my little like one of my little nibbins off my toes um oh. we put little creatures in there i told adam he has this really cool painting out here and as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, that's my kind of thing. And coming to Red Tree kind of gave me the bio bug because I got to see all kinds of different bio. Um, so I asked him if he would do a bio piece and then bio is not small. So I gave him a big section. <laughs> he didn't even know how much room he had until I got like the week of, he's like, oh, heck yeah. Yeah. You can't really do a bio piece on the no. palms. I mean, he does, sometimes he'll do like just feet or just hands, but like it, I, it, it's a bug it grows i'm gonna get that little monster up there and laser it off and let him add some more he already left an area open behind my leg he said i did cut it off because we could always extend behind that other piece and i was like whatever you think looks good i'm sure is perfect <laughs> and now it. i've decided the other foot he has to do it because i don't think that anyone else should see me like that and he's already seen me 
in that vulnerable state. <laughs> I you hate it. It's one of the worst things that ever happened to me is getting my toes tattooed. It's rough. I've done it both sides now and I'm glad it's done. I mean, done-ish. My feet come to my toes. Uh, they stop. One like at the I have a gun on one foot. It says Johnny Cash with roses and a, a six shooter. I love it here. Grip. Anyways, the grip comes onto my like if my toes were fingers, it would be my ring finger. <laughs> my toes were fingers. <laughs> I'm just trying to give you a visual without taking my shoe off. But I'm anyways, gonna need to see it. The corner of that grip just. Mm. Yeah. And that was enough of the toes for me. So when he did my leg, fortunately or unfortunately, I already have a piece on my foot that kind of matches uh, similar to my mom and <laughs> tattoo that my sister has. So I didn't necessarily want to cover it or anything. So we right. worked into it, but that kind of saved me from getting my toes done by Adam. I thought he was going to go and he might still, I don't know, onto the toe bit, like onto the actual toe bit. I thought oh, that was will. like into the... Yeah. So I figured Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I, the whole time I was just complaining and then I'd go, okay. Um, but thank you for real, for doing this. I'm not trying to be a whiner about it. Like, I really appreciate you. Is and that I like weird to be the most excruciating <laughs> pain of your life, but still be filled with gratitude to be in that pain. It's not like yeah. you like the pain. It's just no. like, you're, you're still like, I want this art so much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a weird thing. It's Everyone's not... always like, oh, I bet you're into pain. I'm like, that's such a silly thing to say to me. I hate it. And I cry every time I get a piercing. I sweat profusely and I slide all over the place. It's a terrible time for me. I love the aesthetic. I know, it's unbeatable. Dedicated what I want. <laughs> Absolutely. Dedicated, you know? Yeah. I just want the uh, the work and seeing, I got to see so many of his like feet come through <laughs> and uh, it was like back to back. I saw some really cool like bio feet that he did and I was like, oh no. <laughs> I've already been looking at my feet like you're looking a little naked bud and as soon as I saw them I was like I'm gonna have to do that then huh that's gonna be so cool because it looks like you can just grab inside of it and that's why one was my favorite part it looked like you could just take your hand and just like dig inside of like he understands the anatomy so much and like the depth that happens in between it and that's why I thought it was so cool when he had like the guy grabbing the bit I was like that's all I want to do to your tattoos is just grab a section <laughs> isn't it funny when you just watch him like hmm yeah. And then he just, oh, just with the light green and with then the light, he comes yep. back through with the other green. And it's like, how did yeah. that just happen? I asked him one time, I was like, do you have, like, do you have this planned out ahead of time? Like, it, like, or does it just appear? Like, he was like closing his eyes. Like? He said, you can close your eyes and just kind of feel where things need to happen. And then you look and see how it moves one way. And then you'll, I'll have you move the other way. Cause it might not move, look cool when it moves that way. We have to figure out a way that looks cool when it moves all the ways that makes sense. And I was like, Oh, and he's like, sometimes I just close my eyes and, and push in there and just watch him. He's like, yeah, it's kind of, it's what's supposed to be there. I just put it there. And that's how I felt when there. he, yep. when he made it. I was like, yeah, that's, that's my leg. That's what's supposed to be there. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are on a complete black screen now. can't see you. Oh no. Oh. It keeps popping you back up there, but the same frozen picture has been up there for With a while. With me biting my lip ring. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. Perfect that's, that's what I was doing right now anyway. So you're pretty much caught up. <laughs> I'm still frozen. Oh no, technical difficulties. Switch it. Switch it. Do nothing. Maybe highlight Chris and then I like zoom in slowly to my lip. <laughs> like the way we're all like, shield, this is your fault. It's like I did not. I did it. 
Sounds like chaos happened over there all of a sudden. <laughs> oh man, speaking of what's supposed to be, uh, I have, uh, I want to share some pictures of my project from the last couple of days. Um, I cannot believe how much I got done. We did two days back to back and this is like a just a crazy phenomenal amount that we achieved. And it's one of those moments where like, oh yeah, this was supposed to be here the whole time. Or the Maybe. Posted the other day there. There we go. I sent uh, a couple of the ones I did at Hell City or not Hell City, but uh, Indie Expo as well. I wonder if our signal's just kind of bad right now because this is really, really grainy. Yeah, our sound good. is still good though, Chris. Yeah, you sound perfect. I can see your pictures now of your tattoo though, but um, it could be out. Like say out here, since I was moving around and came back, it could be my system out here. Since I walked in, now the buildings and the computers are bad out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this girl, I, her name is Alicia, and I have worked on her a few times now. Um, we completed a sleeve several months ago. So when she was ready to jump into a full-color leg sleeve, I was like, all right, I know you, you sit well. We'll be able to get this accomplished. Um, I, we, we've never done two days back-to-back, -back, and she lives a couple of hours away. So we... We just go, went ahead and scheduled two days just to see how far we could get. And That's we so accomplished so much in two days. I think we're just going to stick to two days on this whole project. Um, but the upper half is going to be That's like dope. a winter, like dreamscape kind of piece with some giant snowflakes and what have you. But look at those bubbles. Oh, around those those bubbles. Bears. <laughs> those like, bubbles this, awesome. I don't want to be like this came together easily, but like I really thought out like the order of operations. And then when I jumped in, it was just like chipping away at something like just systematically the way I needed to. And she sat so good that like even in the painful areas around the ankle, she just kind of like closes her eyes. That's yeah. it. Like, I know it hurts. I've been tattooed there, so I don't mess around. I just get through those areas as quick as I can. That saturation all the way around it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I, I used a 9 mag and a 15 mag for 95% of this. That's beautiful. Like, when I got into, like, the more tight little areas between the bubbles, I used a 5 mag. It's the little shadow on the tush for me. That little, tush, little tushy, tushy shadow on the other side. Yeah. It's a reference. It's very cute. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. doing all those bubbles in between all the dark shades and keeping the actual shade of his arms and belly and stuff oh, that's that's awesome yeah it was all like i said just speaking of like meant to be this piece was totally meant to be there i don't think it, i've had I, I don't think i've ever accomplished quite that much work in that short of uh an amount of time it's one of your videos that's happening I'm ready to get back to it. I just now started cooking this week, started getting my final books filled back up. So I haven't really done much since the tattoo expo. Say that again. I said I haven't done much since the tattoo expo because I just now started booking stuff to just so, recuperating now. Yeah, and then I got like I'll, I'll take like a week or two off here in the next week because Liz is having foot surgery, so she can't. She's pretty much gonna have to chill with her for like a week at least to give her somewhat of a break. Yeah. Well, uh, getting it lined up so I can get. Them. I got some big pieces I'm working on. I'm excited to get back into them as well and get back to tattooing. Nice. 
the expo pulls me away from the tattoo side for a couple months. So yeah, it's not bad to take a little bit of time off to yourself to recuperate, especially after like we were talking about how mentally draining it is just seeing that many people in such a short period of time. Um, and you know me, I try to talk to each person and actually interact mm -hmm. with them for a few minutes and stuff. So a lot of interaction. I knew that will I've been kind of loving my house out here away from everybody, you know what I mean? Um, but uh yeah, I'm ready to get back to it and uh, have some fun with like some of the pieces I'm working on because it's like I put them on hold for the expo and I, I appreciate all my clients because they'll, they'll get stuff started like I know you're gonna stop tattooing in the middle of May, but you know, because I basically yeah. don't other than tattooing at Hell City pretty much after the first week of May, I kind of just focus getting indie stuff ready, going around the bars, dropping off flyers, you know, coasters, different things like that. So uh, next year when you're doing that, I'm very efficient at handing out flyers and I will come help you guys. Let me know the day you, you come, do it. Very good at it. Little, yeah. Uh, Throw flyers at people. Little weekend <laughs> flyer night after we get you know. Heck yeah, man. I did it for Hell City this year. Yeah, you, you're close enough. If we plan ahead, like we ought to just like for flyer handing out. Last year we did it for one of the episodes. Oh yeah, perfect. So I have I've got this JBL speaker that I wear that's got pretty good noise canceling. Yeah, like, there were loud trucks and stuff going on. I was like, this is going to be a nightmare. And I rewatched it, and I was like, oh, heck yeah, I could do this. All right. Um, but but yeah, we could make an episode of it. You know, yeah, that'd I be like, awesome. I like getting as much of the behind the scenes footage for the show as we can because Hell I think City it, Indie Expo crossover. Yeah. We yeah. just all yeah. wrap our flyers yeah. together. Yeah. Well, the first year, you know, we did. We walked around, we handed out. Um, they were real close. And I actually every year we've done it, we've handed out because Hell City's right before. So if I'm somewhere, I have both flyers. I'm not gonna just lay one down, you know what I mean? So pretty much every year I kind of if I'm flying and I have both of them, and I usually hit Derb up and have him send me a stack mm -hmm. of them. So when we go to like the Detroit Expo, I put Chris's flyers on all the tables and walked around with a couple of other guys and handed stuff out. It's um, cool. I yeah, love it's kind of nice. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I think it's going to help build the, the whole elevation of creating a quality tattoo community because we are only three hours apart. So mm -hmm. why, you know. There's no sense of not working together, really. Yeah. Yep. Like, I was excited. You know, we added another uh, reinventing the tattoo artist, um, James Wisdom. He, mm -hmm. uh, we added him to any tattoo expo just last minute this year. And I thought that was cool. I didn't actually get to take the class and be involved because um, it was hectic, you know, for me. But um, just having somebody want to be involved again to add James more is a wonderful it. teacher. If you, even if you're not a tattooer, even if you are just like wanting to learn art, if you watch his, is it, is it Monday, Kyle, that James' show morning. is? Monday, is it Monday mornings? Monday, yeah. If yeah. you watch his show, he like starts off the episodes like doing warm ups. Like you're going to be drawing circles or you're going to be, you're going to be doing something like that to kind of like loosen your hand and like to connect you with what you're doing. And it's a really thoughtful approach. And then like it kind of syncs you with whatever the lesson is. Um, I, I just think he's a wonderful yeah. teacher. Yeah. So I just, as a person, just meet him at Hell City because I just met him really at Hell City, which is crazy because we work in the same city, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but I didn't meet him until this year at Hell City and uh, just instant connection of good energy and vibes. And he was like, hey, man, if you can do it. And I'm like, man, if you don't need a whole lot from me because it's kind of last minute, then hell, yeah, I'll find a space for you to do this. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and again, just anything I can add to add to the artist, you know. 
Um, so it was kind of cool to get him involved and just his energy was perfect for it. So now I'm looking forward to getting my schedule arranged to actually jump in on this class a couple of times and see it. Um, so that's kind of also adds to what I'm thinking of adding to Indy in the next year or two um, with more classes and an extra day for that. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I feel like we're probably getting to that time. Eight o'clock. I mean, we could keep talking. We could keep talking. Listen, we're going to keep talking. I'm about to message you a schedule situation. I want to come visit when you're doing like one of your tattoos you were talking about. We can schedule it for that so I can just take time just to like watch a tattoo and ask you questions. And then, yeah, like, old guy yeah. tattoos. You I love that. That'd be fun. Chris has a wonderful tattoo history collection, too. Which every time I'm around him, he's showing me a new gadget or telling me another story. So, yeah, Chris, I said, like, actually, got being, being self taught, I really didn't have a lot of history early in my tattoo career. So, it's really nice to be where I am now, where I can appreciate it and being able to learn things. So Dana gave me this. Dana Brunson gave me this at Indie Tattoo Expo um, this year. And this nice. is an original Don Nolan piece. So pretty dope. I'm pretty – I always get some cool stuff, you know. And I was really stoked this year because he's like, you know, every time I see you now, I'm going to give you something. I'm like, dude, you just make me fucking kid. Like, <laughs> I love this shit, you know. Like, it's just – I like to display it, though. That's one thing that I've had a lot of people – bring me even some indie tattoo history that they've had and been like man you're the only one that actually just displays it so like you know so uh, that's the only thing left with the expansion is kind of rebuilding my front cases to display my history at the shop because i keep some at the house um but i like having some at the shop for not only artists but education and uh you know older tools and stuff to educate the clients again on like you know see where we came from we all didn't just dye our hair pink and yellow and get crazy <laughs> There, there's a there's a you know there's a path to where we got here you know so i don't know i think history is so much more digestible when you can like see and touch the artifact mm. when you can yeah. like, oh that this person worked with this or this person made this or you know well, what i mean no. it's just so much easier to connect to the story when there's actually that piece that artifact that thing right in front of you it's been cool because like for me i got started in shops that just didn't care about it like they didn't talk about it it was a different kind of vibe so i just bounced from different shops until i've gotten to a point now where i'm in the right area where people want to teach me about stuff and i'm well, actually being able to then. start from the beginning, were, I'm very new. I'm only two I'm, and a half years into tattooing. You were lucky so. at Indy because you were right across from Dave Salone's history booth, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, and, and Dave, I've grown up tattooing Dave for the last 20 years. Him and his wife have been like solid rock in my, you know, helping me probably get to where I'm at, you know. So um, Dave owns a local tattoo shop, Freehand Body Art out in Brownsburg, Indiana. But okay. you were right his booth and he had all that history there. And that was the point with Indy when I first did it was to try to draw that history in. And it was really yeah. fascinating. And the young people were interested in it. You know, like, oh, well, if it's here, I'm interested. In it. Right. Not- I would like to have a place just to find it and be able to talk about, which has been great for being at Red Tree. Because, oh. like, it's have everywhere I get to have that. about it? Like, I talked to her because I have an apprentice writing, like, history reports to be an apprentice. And so I talked to her about that. And she wrote one of the most extensive and coolest like fact finding it's not even really a report yet but like it's got so much history from every culture like it 
I've never seen nothing like it. It was impressive that she put that much information together, but it was also, it was also like, you know, you know how emotional I am again about tattooing. So to see that somebody cared enough to put that in, like, man, that like meant a lot to me that she mm-hmm. even like took the time to like, you know, like you love tattooing enough that like she went and t- took like a needle making class. Like she didn't have to do that. Like right. it was her career at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, so it was just like, almost like it's like, I was just overwhelmed with emotion about that. And I actually didn't even really get a chance to talk to her that much about the expo because we were both so busy. Um, but yeah, she's got a, a list of information on the history that would just fascinate you. To the, It's like, like all across the world too. Like it's very extensive. Yes. Yes. Like when I, I mean, yes, all across the world. And mm-hmm. she, she sent me a message. She's like, I forgot to tell you that I'm um, obsessive OCD. So <laughs> I mean, this thing I'm scrolling and I, I mean, I only, I still have probably, I don't know, at least a few more paragraphs to read, but it, um, she just did a bunch of fact finding and then kind of put it together and in, in some order of sense somewhat, you know, and, um, wow man to see some of somebody even know you know what i mean like and just to know that the fascinating thing is is like i tell people tattooing is so magical no one culture can really claim that it came from them that's like just a a statement you know what i mean like there's so much proof of either being one continent and we broke apart and everybody's but everybody's doing it everywhere as far back in every culture and still cultures that have never even seen society today are doing it so just because tattooing is that vital to, I don't know, it's the magic of the universe. I feel like something. Is, yeah. <laughs> I always, sometimes I'm tattooing and I'm like, man, how did I get chose to like, the universe chose me like, this is rad, like, right? <laughs> and scary. The magic mark. Yeah. I've talked about people, like, i talked to people about that before too. Like tattooing is a big way that I connect with the divine anyway. So like that energy exchange that happens with me and my clients where it's like, Hey man, not only do you want me to do this piece on you for the rest of your life and share that with you, but I want to make something really cool and share it with you forever. And I think that energy exchange completely is like changed the way that my client interactions are mm-hmm. where it's more just like, I have a bunch of really cool friends that get really cool artwork on me. And I see them maybe once or twice a month or, you know, every, however often they come in to see me, but they're just kind of like, you're it's, we're bonded in a way after that, after I create something for you and put that on your body forever. Well, like, yeah. That exchange is important now to me. So you're an important person to me. I'm going to remember you. I'm going to care about you and know about you because I, I care to share my life with you. I won't so, dive into that much because we're trying to end it, but we should have a conversation. On I would that. love that's that. Point. Um, because that's missing in tattooing right now. Let's throw my headphones on. You fucking just email me what you want. Show up. I'll do what the fuck I want. Yeah. You know, like that's missing. Um, I think that, you know, it's great that there's great artists out there, but let's not forget we are someone like I, I think I chose it partly from the art and partly from the service industry of that connection and like meeting and learning more about the world. Each person that's in your chair. Absolutely. Like, I learn something every time someone new comes and sits with me, they, they have some kind of cool tidbit to tell me. And I'm like, lay it on me, brother. Like, let's go. Honestly, let's do this tattoo. Teach me something cool. Yeah. If, if you guys want to keep talking, the only reason I'm really trying to rush to get off here is because I got to pee real bad. But if you guys oh, yeah. want to jump down the rabbit hole, I can go take a restroom break and return. <laughs> right. Like, I don't need to wrap up right now because this could be a wonderful conversation. I probably do because I got about an hour to drive to get anything to eat and I haven't been to the grocery store. So okay. like and comment for part two. Do you want to yeah. join us next week and we 
can talk yes, more about, be amazing. Like, specifically about that spiritual connection that we grow with our clients because that's the that's the magic that like when you see one of my clients yeah. like, oh well clearly fawns worked on all right you well, um, right yeah it's like just like it just grows because that's like a, such a big I you're that could, person now mm-hmm. yeah. i could probably do the six next thursday um uh, liz has surgery so i'm not sure like it's okay. in the morning i'm not let's, sure about my let's plan on the, the so. following week we'll have uh we'll we'll pick up this conversation I have a cool client our, our idea will or our, our conversation idea will be the, the spiritual connection between tattooer and client yeah um, and then i'll like, have my I'm gonna have a cardboard sign that says you're not Elvis Presley, you're just a tattooer. Boom. <laughs> I love it. I thought you had um like rolled ice cream. <laughs> it's coffee. Oh, wow. Damn, y'all have pampered I'm like that. Don't, don't work there. You got rolled ice cream like that. Okay. It was just a cup of coffee. <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> Just bring me something sweet. I'm going to be excited about it. Well, thanks for having me on again, guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, thanks right. for coming. Indy, I thanks. hope you all had a blast. I can't wait to tell you some of the new stuff for next year. I'm getting everything put together, and I'll let you guys know more later. Awesome. Well, right, thanks perfect. for taking the time to join us. And uh, as always, we appreciate your contribution. And like, I love, I love just sharing your point of view as well as ours. So. Sometimes it's brash, though, isn't it? Huh? My point of view sometimes a little brash. People are like, "You're a little harsh, dude." Yeah, but it. We need that. We need it that balance. Well, right? Yeah, we need that balance. But I'm also so. a lot of fun sometimes. Just I'm only brash when needs to be. You know. What you're I mean? a sour patch kid. No, I tell people what it really <laughs> comes down to is if you're always around me and like you know me enough to know that really I'm always fun. When I'm being mean, it's because I'm probably the most honest person at the moment. Yeah. Don't make me be a sassy bitch. There's this specific look you get where you're like, I'm not the only one seeing this, right? <laughs> like, like you can see it all over your forehead and, it, and you just like, your hands will go out like this and you'll be like. <laughs> the guy came in to get our freaking, um, our uh, biohazard the other day. And I noticed that like the truck's parked out front. So I immediately make it around the building to be like, Yo, because I've already made it clear. I don't fucking go through my lobby with my biohazard. I have a back door. You know what I mean? Right. So I see this truck parked out front. By the time I get to the dirty room, this asshole's in there grabbing the box with no gloves on, the red box. And I'm like, bro, you have to have gloves on and touch it. He said, I have them in the truck. I said, we're going to do no fucking get in the truck. I said, get the fuck out of my building. Oh, my God. I called the company immediately. He said, they're in the truck. gonna use yeah. it when i eat my sandwich so my fingers don't make my mouth gross i mean what the <laughs> fuck i was like oh my and, and my you know our peers are she's like you know she's just out of her apprenticeship and she's, she's like, like biofilm <laughs> our, our clean room is like the clean room and then like it's all past you so it's a, you know sliding doors and dirty rooms right there so she's like the look where her face when i hit the corner was like and then immediately like get the fuck out of my shop and there's customers and everybody in there and i, I apologize customer she's like hell no that's for my safety she's like fuck right yeah. Yeah. And then the lady, i called the place immediately and they immediately called me back because i left the shitty message and she's like i'm sorry like he i was like no, no teach him how to clean his ass i'm like yeah that's like inexcusable for a number of reasons you know what i mean oh my god
people who don't know when to use gloves. It's like a big, it's a big say. See, that's so like silly. you know what? If I, if they ever want to do anything with all this stupid <clears throat> fake shit they got going on the news with all the new whatever we want to call it, um, if they would have taught people how to use gloves during the beginning of this, you might have curbed something. But you just spread shit worse by not teaching people how to use gloves. Oh. Like, like think of the cross contamination. I watch people come out of stores and you know use their gloves for everything and you know put their glasses on and you know dogs mouths are like more sterile than toilets so they're basically you sterile so you can just have them like your hands up clean in a restaurant <laughs> yeah, and they go from like making your sandwich to ringing you out pressing the buttons handing you money taking your money going back to making another sandwich i say stuff what? To at that point I'm the guy who says I have people the change their gloves. I actually do have them change them because I have yeah. allergies. So I'm like, hey there, sis, do you mind changing the gloves, washing them hands real quick and jumping back into a veggie Sammy? Wipe <laughs> 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 that counter down for me and get a new knife. <laughs> yeah. They're always great. I tip them nice. They're usually really nice about it. And if they're not, then I'm like, you probably shouldn't make my sandwich. You probably didn't clean anything here today. I'll go to any other subway. Yeah, see, I'm funny. Like I do sometimes like, well, if you're gonna get shitty because I asked you to wash your hands and because I mean, if my client asked me to wash my hands, I'll surely walk over and rewash my hands. I mean, fuck, it's washing my yeah. hands. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? Honestly, I wanted to anyway. <laughs> it's about yeah. that time anyway. <laughs> I usually, usually, almost any time I get up, I eat at least. If I don't use the restroom, I wash my hands anyways. Um, but then in my room, I've got hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer in multiple yeah. places. So anytime like, my glove anytime, comes off, it's like mm-hmm. I always you say, like what? I hope oh. that hand sanitizer is never like a. Hey, lady, have you ever used hand sanitizer? Because I have a lot. One of the one of the ladies <laughs> at, at, at a convention, I won't use names just for you know, but I was at a convention and the lady said, you know, you can't use hand sanitizer. It's not the same as washing your hands. And I said, so you want me to walk clear across this room, wash my hands and all the way back to my booth? She's a... Every like, time you change your gloves, you got to run said, over. Yeah, I said, she said, you know what the sink is? I'm like, honestly, no, because I just used the hand sanitizer right here. And she's like, oh, you can't do that. And I was like, hand sanitizer's not, not you know, I mean, safer as washing your hands to a point. I mean, I guess I need to look I think like that. in between, like if you're just in between, like my hands are clean, I'm changing my glove to grab this thing. I'm not going to go run across and then try to wash my hands just for that. Yeah, silly. Like, if it, like I'm taking a break from like an actual break, I'm going to immediately go wash my hands after we do go take a break before I smoke or go anything crazy. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. I'm gonna get something to eat. Thanks for coming right. on. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for giving us a tour of the new place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for taking the time to, you know, review your show and wrap up. Yeah. And place is pet friendly, so bring a dog with you, and uh, you know. Um, I definitely of- will. Escanor would love that. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. All right. Ooh. Well. Thanks for joining us, Chris. Everybody who tuned in, everybody who's going to tune in, thank for, thanks for taking the time to watch. Um, we will see you next week. I like right. the finger guns. Yeah. like the finger guns. <laughs> Should I keep that? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be popping up on the screen. Yes. <laughs>